Yay. Welcome to the Pinfall Podcast. I'm your host, Liz. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Crumpet. This is the Pinfall Podcast. Oh, and Mark. Yeah, there I am. Oh, boy. Finally, it's you and I back together again on the podcast. I know. It, I, I didn't realize until I was um, uploading stuff to Spotify today um, how I have not been in the last three videos. And I was like... Yeah. And we also did not do a recap yesterday. Because otherwise, that would have been the first one. But... Um, we we had to cancel that last, almost last minute, because uh, I got a little surprise birthday gift. Go to uh, the Mets game that day, and it was it was an amazing time. I had fun. Um, but this is Impact Impact Wrestling. Uh, a lot of a lot of good stuff happened in this one. This is one of the more exciting impact shows um but the most exciting thing will be coming after the recap we'll be doing our predictions for three shows we've got clash the castle we've got nxt worlds collide and we've got aew all out we'll be predicting on all three of them after the show tonight after the Which recap. at this point all out counts as two pay-per-views, so technically four. <laughs> yeah. I mean, legit, uh Sean Marcep was talking about the media call that he was on with Tony Khan, and Tony Khan said that he wants Zero Hour to be like its own show, not like a pre-show. So technically it is two shows. Somebody has to stop him. How about he turns Rampage to an actual substantial show? Where all those titles can be balanced out, and we can get a lot of talent on TV. But this is Impact. I'm going to talk about Dynamite, although we probably will during the news. Um, let's give a quick rundown of what today had to offer with Impact. the The big thing going into the episode was the Good Brothers versus OGK for those tag titles. Um, that opened up the show. We also had Mike Bailey defending his uh, X Division Championship against Kenny King, where Kenny King almost won. We almost had that title change hands, and then uh, we had a little bit of a fumble. I didn't uh, care for that. That stressed me out. <laughs> we had an appearance from Aussie Open, who are going to be on Impact next week. That's fucking awesome. Aussie Open awesome. are incredible. Awesome. 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 Um, we had a farewell to Joe Doring, um, which I, I think I'm sure that's in or your Or rather, news. a see you later, I think. A see you later. I'd like to call it a story. Yeah. Because um, he, we'll talk about it more during the news, but he had to step away from wrestling for health reasons. Um... We also had a had a not a farewell for Mickey James. What what felt like it was gonna be a retirement, definitely how she was leading it off, um, ended up being her saying that she's gonna face every woman in the locker room basically until she gets to the title. 
And if she loses on the way, she will quit. I got some spoilers. She's not losing. Um, yeah. And that was a long-ass promo. We then had Alex Zane versus Mascara Dorada, who I think Mascara Dorada made his Impact debut today. I think. Unless he was on BTI at some point. Do you know it all? No, this was his debut. Okay, cool. And he won. Or at least, yeah. Yeah. Um, formerly Grand Metalik, of course. Um, and then finally we had Deanna Perrazzo versus Masha Slamovich, where the winner will face uh, Jordan Grace at Bound for Glory for that Knockouts title. Uh, and Masha came out with the dub. This was a wonderful match. This was fucking awesome. And that match, that match was a banger. So you want to get into yeah. some news? I have some news. Okay. Then I've got to put Crumpet down. Don't really want to do that. Um, I just thought I saw something out of the corner of my eye. I didn't. Okay. Cool. All right. Sorry. Um. So let's start with some. Let's just get through the AEW news because there's a lot of AEW news. Um. Apparently, there's a lot of rumors that some some AEW stars aren't happy. Some AEW stars aren't staying. Some are going. Um, Bobby Fish was released from his con, or not released from his contract, um, was not renewed. Yeah, and um, his contract expired um, yesterday. Which is just a fucking waste, but yeah, whatever. It, um, especially, the, especially since they couldn't get get to the elite versus the undisputed era. Um, we never got to that point, which was definitely what we were building up to, and it's unfortunate because the reason we didn't get there was because of so many injuries. Yeah. Um, and then there's this weird rumor where it's like, um, apparently there was a report from I think Raj Giri, who said that Malachi Black was unhappy and had asked for his release. It was. And hang on, hang on, mm -hmm. I've got a whole story here. Okay. Um, Raj Giri reported on it. Said that Malachi Black was not happy, asked for his release. It was then pointed out that it was a fake Dave Meltzer account. And so the, the, the report was technically disproven. However, Fightful reports that there are some people saying that um, Malachi, at the very least, is not happy right now. Um, he and Miro, apparently, are both, um, I guess, frustrated with their current... Well Fightful, I, I have here notes from Fightful clarifying a lot of this. And they said there were rumors that Malachi was unhappy, but uh, those same people that said that say that uh, things have been smoothed over to some degree. Um, there are also some outside sources indicating that Black had asked for his release, but they've not been able to confirm that with, the, with AEW itself. Uh, yeah. And regarding Miro... Um, this just says Miro has not asked for his release. So he... yeah, I just heard that Miro was unhappy. 
yeah, he might be unhappy, but not unhappy enough to leave. Because, I mean, I don't know about you, but this, I think this Miro would would not be getting the same chance anywhere. Because Miro's a fucking beast on AEW. Although he'd probably be treated well in WWE, when you see Miro on TV now, he's he's a he's like a fearsome god we're seeing. Um, and I kind of don't want to be oversaturated by Miro, to be honest. I feel like seeing him once in a while is really good. Seeing him in this trios match is not ideal, but would love to see him uh, win another title. Go for the world title. Yeah. Could be cool. Um, other interesting news, news that interests me, um, is the location and potential dates for Full Gear have been announced. It's going to be in Newark, New Jersey. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Maybe we'll go. Which is within distance. Yeah, I was going to say. That's a, that's not far away from us. When, what what uh, time of the year is full gear? Let me tell you. Um, it is currently planned for November 19th through the 20th. Wait. 19th through the 20th. Is it a two-day pay-per-view? I think that because like, the Fan Fest is on the 19th probably, and the 20th is probably like the actual event itself. Okay. Because like that's what they're doing right now. They've got like the whole AEW um, all out weekend and whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that's the weekend before yeah. Thanksgiving. Be fun. It could be fun. Anywho, tickets go on sale at some point in the future. I don't know when. Um, Yeah, it doesn't say when just yet, mm-hmm. so I'm going to keep my little eyes peeled. Um, all right. I think that's all we have for AEW. Um, let's talk about WWE. Somebody's going to be um, in Cardiff for Clash at the Castle. Ooh. And I think it's really interesting who's potentially going to be there. Ooh. Um, apparently Tyson Fury said that he's going to be there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tyson Fury, who's had Drew McIntyre's number for years now. Yeah, I saw on Instagram, um, he did a video that was, like, partnered with WWE. Um, yeah. I didn't know what the video was. I just saw that it was together. Um, it's interesting, especially considering that Karrion Cross has already kind of challenged Drew or Roman after actually it seems like he's more focused on Drew even if Roman were to win that title it seems like he just wants to fight Drew I don't know Um. I have my feelings we all know I've got my feelings um but also somebody else is in Cardiff which makes it throws a little bit of a wrench in things Theory he's also in Cardiff I mean I could see him cashing in and then just gets demolished by Roman or something. Just like at some I mean, if you're going up against if you're going up against Drew and Roman, plus on top of that Carrion. You've got Carrion waiting in the wings to also clobber these men. Maybe not the best time. Yeah. 
Um, um, maybe, maybe it'll be like the ultimate test for Drew, because not only does he have to get past the Roman hurdle, but he has to get past the theory hurdle. Or Plus, this was how he lost his title in the first place, or in the second place. Remember? Uh, miscashed the, in. Yeah, yeah. And um, got the title off of it. I I could see instead of instead of a um opportunistic cash in, Theory does the cash in at the beginning of the match, turns into a triple threat. Cause you're not you're not gonna sell tickets Roman versus Drew versus Theory. That's not gonna sell tickets. You, you sell Roman versus Drew, Theory throws a wrench, triple threat, split up the titles. Two fall match. That's awesome possible or maybe theory has to pick one belt to cash in on <laughs> after the match he's like uh, 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 universal <laughs> um also there's some names coming and going or well just really coming to wwe um first of all ryan katz who was originally on triple h's creative team in nxt um has confirmed that he is returning. Getting the band WWE. back together. Yeah. Um, and then on top of that, in case anybody was missing him, while he was out busy controlling his narrative, I guess Triple <laughs> H got in touch with him. Braun Strowman is um, basically officially set to come back yeah, I feel to like the we'll WWE. S- we'll probably see him either tomorrow or on Monday. Oh, no, not tomorrow, because they already pre-taped that. Uh, Monday. I feel like we'll definitely see him Monday, but I'm, I don't know. I, I'm not super turned off by that just because the dude was made for WWE. Like he was born and bred to be a WWE wrestler. And if he's flipping cars, causing like actual destruction, not choo-chooing around the ring, then it's going to be pretty it's gonna be great um and the last time we saw him in wwe he had the match of his career that triple threat with bobby and drew was the best match he's ever had i mean you say this but i don't remember that match you don't oh my god it was like i forget which pay-per-view it was i think it was the last match of 2021 um because it's for the WWE Championship. Um, it was the same pay-per-view where they did a women's triple threat. Um, hold on. Let me... I am determined to find this out now. Let's see. I'm sure it's not hard to go back in his... Uh, it, was at, it was at Backlash. WrestleMania Backlash last year um where where they had Roman versus Cesaro um Bianca versus Bailey Damian Priest oh Damian Priest versus the Miz with the awful lumberjack match oh and then they started the night with Rhea Ripley versus Asuka versus Charlotte Flair maybe that's why I don't remember it because <laughs> you don't remember that zombie amazing match. that amazing ad integration Jesus, that was awful. <laughs> um, but yeah, Braun Strowman is coming back. 
Everybody get excited. Mark is. I'm not. I'm not excited. I'm. I just. I am interested. Um. Then on top of that, it looks like Solo Sokoa is uh, going to be called up to the main roster any day now, which doesn't shock me. He yeah. didn't really have to prove himself because he was already good enough as it was. Yeah. So I mean, the dude was one of the best 2.0 wrestlers right out the gate. Yeah. Um, also, on to some Impact news real quick, um, which is the whole reason why we're fucking here. Um Lady Frost has asked for her release, and apparently she um, was denied her release. Um, apparently she, according to Fightful, has not, um, isn't being used nor paid per the terms of her deal. Um, I guess she's got, like, a lot of shit that she's got to like time left on like contract. medical debt and stuff or oh. something like yeah yeah she said she had um uh, like hospital bills or medical bills and um travel fees like hotel flights um that have that she's in debt with um and they haven't been recouped she's been trying to pay them off at the same time yeah so, I mean, that sucks. Mm -hmm. It does. Um, it does. And speaking of things that also suck, for lack of a better word, because there really is no other word for it. Um, Joe Doring, as we said, is taking time off from wrestling um, to take care of his health. Um, and by that, it's meant to mean that he apparently has brain cancer again, um, which is just really upsetting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so best of luck to him. I, I know he's going to be sorely, sorely missed. Yeah. Um, the dude is, it, since this news came out, a lot of impact wrestlers have, have come out and said how wonderful of a guy Joe Doring is and how, how great of a person he is. Um, so best of luck to him in this fight and, uh, he will be very missed, but I'm sure we'll see him again soon. Yeah. And then that farewell where we heard him speak for the first time in, in what felt like forever, uh, was yeah. a nice cherry on top. Yeah. Um. But that's all I've got for news. All right. You want to get into some impact? Yeah. All right. So we started off the show with a match, a title match. Good Brothers, actually technically two title matches. Good Brothers versus uh, OGK for the tag championships. Yeah. And I don't know if you felt this way, but a lot of the matches today felt clunky i didn't feel that about the main event that's for sure no that was actually maybe the one that didn't feel that way do you even um, feel that way about zane and and dorada uh, i mean flippy shit is flippy shit i don't really 
True. I guess that didn't feel clunky, but mm. um. Anyways, it's a brawl to start us off. Um, we start with Carl. There keeps being like this little notification that's like popping up on my computer, and then disappearing, and I don't know what it is. Hmm. It's making me kind of crazy. All I know is that my laptop's about to die, so I'm gonna plug that in. Um. Anyways, so we start with a brawl. Um. Right from the get go. Um, we start with Carl and Mike Bennett, but Carl tags out pretty quickly um, to get Doc in. Uh, Doc throws him, throws Bennett into a corner, and then another one before taking some hard body shots to him. Um, Carl gets back in, only for a moment before Taven gets in to take him on. Um, Taven brings Doc down to a knee with a step of Enzigiri, and then hits a spinning neckbreaker to Carl. Carl then... Um, is put into a really tight cross face. He gets free only to go off the ropes and immediately get drop kicked. Um, Bennett gets in. Taven takes like a few cheap shots because the referee is distracted by Gallows uh, unintentionally. Um, Bennett then whips Carl into one corner. Taven gets back in. Taven and Bennett get some strikes on Carl before a little tag team offense gets Carl into a bit of a pinning predicament, if you will. Um, Carl then starts fighting back, though. He gets drop-kicked in the knee by Mike. Um, and you kind of think, like, oh, that's already stopped his momentum, but it hasn't because Matt comes in, hits, like, a moonsault, and right down onto the knees of Carl. Um, Bennett then tries to save his friend's ass by taking Doc off the apron, but he's not so successful. Um, he barely gets Doc off of the apron. He barely gets Doc down to a knee. Um... He then gets an over-the-knee neckbreaker from Carl. Taven then gets hit with the pump handle slam by Doc, who then gets Carl in. They go for the magic killer. They don't get it. Everyone gets a move off. Like, I think Bennett hits Doc. Doc hits... Or... Doc hits Bennett. Taven hits Doc. Carl hits Taven. So on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but a double-team neckbreaker... Um, to Taven, nearly gets the Good Brothers the win, but Mike Bennett saves his friend's ass once again, um, and then Taven um, is laying on the mat. He nearly gets um, uh, dove upon by Carl, uh, but Mike Bennett once again saves his friend's ass, dislodges Carl, and they set up for the proton pack. They get it. They win. Yeah, yeah, pretty very clean win, but it was almost too more clean than it should have been. Um, especially with the whole Maria Canella's banned from ringside, you would think that that would come more into play than it did. Yeah, in that that way, that story could have actually, you know, meant something, um, or like been there for a reason. Um, but now, now, Good Brothers will be. Going back to Japan full time. Um, I mean, they're on the poster for Burning Spirit. So, no more Good Brothers in Impact. Although they might be on like next week, um, considering there's still taped episodes left. But, uh, yeah. No more Good Brothers in Impact here on forward. Um, so after that, we had a promo from Honor No More. They're all congratulating OGK. 
Eddie said, finally we did it. We told them all, reaping the rewards of choosing honor no more. We have had no doubts, except PCO. Dude, dude needs to fucking stop with PCO. PCO is your, is your winningest wrestler on the roster. It's not his... I hate this bullying. It's not his fault he doesn't get title shots. Um, Vincent chimes in. He says, you just don't understand PCO. I'll take care of him. Um, Eddie says, tonight... Oh, no. Uh, uh, Kenny says, tonight is the night to celebrate. We got new tag champs and soon world champ. And tonight we'll have a new three-time X Division champion. Um... And then Maria Canellis just said she hates Scott for banning uh, her from ringside today. Um, I'm excited to see where this friendship or this allyship between Vincent and PCO goes. Because uh, you know PCO is going to get kicked out of honor no more. Um, I'm excited to see them both be separated and um, Vincent kind of managing PCO. That'll be cool. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see it because I feel like Vincent can be a very convincing face. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm, I'm excited to get to experience that. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we have Kenny King versus Mike Bailey for the X Division Championship. Yeah. And it's really back and forth. Nobody really has the upper hand for a little while. Um, King gets a power slam. Bailey gets up. Bailey chops at Kenny. Gets him down with a Hurricane Rana. He goes for a PK, but King ducks that. Rolls out of the ring. Ringside, King rakes the eyes of Speedball. Headbutts him. Um, we then get those nice little rapid kicks to King, but King kind of gets his rocks up. Gets suplexed into... Um, he doesn't get suplexed into the ring apron. He suplexes Mike Bailey into the ring apron. Looks fucking nasty. Um, he then hits a scorpion kick to Bailey, um, and that nearly takes time out, but it's just not enough. Um... Speedball ends up kicking King around the head, goes for something. I don't know what. Probably like a kick across the chest. Uh, but the ref is in the way. So Speedball like wrestles the ref out of the way. He wrestles. <laughs> yeah, that's why we're here. Um, but then King takes the ref out the rest of the way, hit um, by like running into him basically. He hits Speedball with a low blow um, and then goes to pin him, but there's no ref. So the pin doesn't count, and it's like, what did you, what did you think would happen, Kenny? Yeah, deal more damage at that point. Yeah. Um, like three more low blows. I don't know. <laughs> um, three low blows, maybe, maybe a curb stomp. We pull a chair out, concerto on him. Yeah, it's like you got a little bit of time. Um, sorry, there's like a hair that's like bothering me. Um, King then kicks Bailey in the head. It doesn't get on the pin though, despite there being a new ref. Um, but then Speedball is pinned, like, sorry, in a little bit of like a roll up fashion while King holds Maria's hands. Mike Bennett, you better keep your eyes open. Um, but he holds Maria's hands, um, like, so she's like pulling him forward so that he wins. Um, and I really thought that was where it was ending because I kind of expected him to win, honestly. Um, 
But then the referees are like, whoa, wait a second. This ain't right. Clear, clear, for some reason, we just know this was, there's no way Kenny King could have won this title. Well, well the, um, the commentary said, like, they did a replay, and although the initial ref was, like, looking at the at the mat to count, the original ref was watching uh, and saw oh. Maria hold his hands. Oh, I see. Um, but so the referees, once they realize um, what's happened, um, they start the match again. Bailey moonsaults out of the ring onto an unsuspecting king who's like kind of torn because Honor No More gets kicked out. And he's like, I don't want to do this again. Um, he gets a big kick to King, wants ultimate weapon, but King kicks him in the stomach as he comes down off the top rope. Um, and then King goes for the chin checker, and you kind of think, like, oh, maybe... Maybe this is actually how it's supposed to be. But Bailey gets a hurricane round into him. Yeah, yeah. That, that, uh... That kick to the ulti- to Bailey's ultimate weapon, that was fucking brutal. Bailey, yeah. Bailey's ultimate weapon is one of the most brutal finishers and one of the sickest finishers. But if you can if you counter that, that that looks rough. Yeah. Um so after that we had Brian Myers and Scott Demore. Myers just says I need my belt back from Boopender. Scott Demore says I I can do that. I'm just really shocked because you're the most professional wrestler and you're being so unprofessional. You should have the belt. You're Brian freaking Myers. Uh, Myers says, you're right. I'm going to get my belt back. And then Boobiner comes out of nowhere, punches Myers, and then throws the belt down on his body. Can we just talk about how Scott Damore in kayfabe is one of the worst GMs ever. He is Yeah, in, he's just fucking around. In this promo right here, he is so condescending. <laughs> like he, unbelievably condescending to Myers. Uh all this shit with Honor No More. Or specifically OGK. Because by this point, you know, things should have ironed out. They got their title match, and Scott's like, you know what? We'll have another match. And Maria's banned from ringside if if Good Brothers win. Like, there's clear favoritism that he he displays. Yeah. Uh, well, he literally told he literally told the Good Brothers he's like, go out there and kick their asses like last yeah, week or something. Shut their mouths. Like he, like Scott. There's a camera right there. <laughs> You're just showing off your bias. <laughs> uh, Miriam said, in fairness, it's Brian Myers. There's no point in trying to be civil with him. You just got to be mean with him. <laughs> that's fair oh um i'm wondering when if we'll get uh matt cardona back at victory road because he's back from injury now and i think victory road's the next non-taped thing that they have have you considered not speaking evil into the world i'm always down for some good old matt cardona some of us aren't Right. Give him and Cody back. The, the, two, the two Mount Rushmores in professional wrestling. You have no morals. <laughs> What's wrong with Matt Cardona? He's good. He's great. His feud with Moose was awesome. And also his work in GCW, too. 
Maybe he's just too good at being a heel. How's that? Uh, maybe. I, I honestly would love to see him go back to... Uh, <laughs> wrestling does have more than one royal family. <laughs> um, I would love to see Macadona go back to WWE under this under this new gimmick. Like the indie darling. That'd be awesome. Um, but, anyway. We then get a promo from... I want to see less Macardona. We get a promo from Rosemary, Jessica, and Taya. Um, Jessica says, Diana has a match tonight, so she's going to be distracted. It's time to strike. And she wants to cheers with Taya, but Rosemary says, One second. You did win your match and didn't get distracted, but it's a little difficult to, di to get distracted when you're the distraction. We're not sure you're ready to not be a distraction. Um... Taya says, next week, I have a match versus Chelsea Green, and we can see how she does. Uh, she'll be with her at ringside. Rosemary says, alright, a test. We'll see, you, we'll see you don't get up to any funny business. I just, I don't understand what Rosemary's reservations are. Is she worried that Jessica's gonna turn on them? Or just that she's, like, not good anymore? I think it's that. Okay. I mean, she talked about the distraction thing. I think she sees her as a liability. Okay. okay. To be quite frank. That's fair. Um, so then we have an interview with, surprise, surprise, Aussie Open. Um, I, I don't know if it's just, like, people from, like, the Australian, New Zealand region. But what's his face? Kyle Fletcher. Fletcher? talks and moves just like jay white and i was like having like war flashbacks the moment he started saying bullet club and i was like <laughs> i mean maybe maybe off. he studied under him i think they're only a couple years removed from each other let me, let me see i know kyle fletcher's like 23 kyle fletcher is yep you're right 23 and i think jay white's 28 going up to 29 uh 30 oh. this year wow old man <laughs> um but yeah we get a little we'll get a little united empire in impact i wonder if we'll see will osprey or uh jeff cobb or uh great O'Con anytime soon seeing will like imagining will osprey in impact just brings up a whole slew of dream matches that could be brought up him and Josh, him and Mike Bailey, um, him and uh, 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 Trey Miguel. There, there's a whole ton of matches I'd love to see him have. Um, but uh, Kyle Fletcher says, we're here for world domination. We've held gold wherever we go. Now America. Impact Wrestling is going to be no different. We're on a quest for the Impact World titles. Um, we start with Bullet Club. Chris... Ace, next week you find out the real United Empire. And in the background, once again, you hear Moose yelling from a distance. Uh, it turns out he's yelling at Macklin. Um, and Macklin says, What matters now is Victory Road, where it's barbed wire massacre. We get at each other's throats, or we take care of Sammy once and for all. And Moose walks away. Um, so then we get a Violent by Design promo. And this was sad. This is very sad. Um... Eric Young says, you two reviled the sickness. We're at the same crossroads. Things have got to change. 
Joe, you have your own path to walk, but our paths will cross again. I've got my own path that I must walk. Joe Doring says farewell to them. Which you don't hear him talk very much, so every time he does talk, it's it's a very big thing. Yeah. Um, but then Diener, like a, like a sad puppy dog, says, are you leaving me? And Eric Young says, I'm leaving. If you choose to follow, that's up to you. So who knows what, what's going to happen with VBD now. I honestly don't see Diener sticking with, with Eric Young. I don't either. Which is a shame. I, I don't, I honestly I... don't want Diener to fall in the same route that, um, uh, Rohit Raju went down where he went over to AEW and just ended up being a jobber on Dark. I honestly don't think he will. I have a lot of faith that Diener could turn face Hmm. and be a really compelling character. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what could be pretty interesting, maybe you do, maybe he does go the AEW route, but he teams with his brother, Jake something. Jake something goes back to being Jake Diener. And Diener goes back to Cody Diener. That could be pretty interesting. Maybe bring back Jake something for, for one final uh one final series where he reunites with his brother. And then he's off. like, you can have your name back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but as far as Eric Young. I don't know. I feel like he's done all he could in in Impact. I wonder if he's going to go somewhere else. I don't know. It's interesting because there's not a ton of like promotions that you can really like look at and be like, I don't know what else they're going to do here, you know. Mm. But like Impact does have a small enough roster where I feel like I do find myself kind of sitting like, what the fuck are you going to do now, buddy? Yeah. Um, I I could see Eric Young going at WWE, honestly. Going back. I can't. Really? He had a lot of shit. No, he had a lot of shit to say when he was doing his promos for the Josh Alexander stuff. Mm. He had a lot of shit to say about the WWE, and I don't think that he would go back. Okay. Well, then uh, we'll we'll find out pretty soon what's going to happen with him. I'm very interested. Um. So then we get Mickey James and her very very long promo. Don't watch this because it's very long. Um, so she comes out. She says, I said I'd try not to get emotional, but I won't be able to keep that promise. Thank you for being here. It means a lot to me. Thank you, Impact. Thank you, Scott Demore. November will be 24 years since I first stepped into a wrestling ring in the back of a jujitsu studio. Over half my life, I have lived and breathed for this business. I have loved so much. And the last couple years, it's been a journey. Some things you know about, some things you don't. It's been a whirlwind. All those things people used to say along the way, they all started flooding back in. I have to say, it was you people who reminded me, who empower me, and said, fuck, you're Mickey James. Uh, it was censored, but I think she said fuck. Um, oh, no, she definitely, I don't think it was very censored, because I definitely heard fuck <laughs> come out of her mouth. Uh, she said winning the knockouts championship for the fourth time and here in this arena talking about for the first time ever the knockouts title and the main event in a texas death match then i lost my title against tasha Steeles. then the treachery and betrayal from someone i mentored when she beat then she beat me not once but twice and it reminded me of all those things 
I started thinking about it. I said I have to go home. I can't do this. I broke up with my longest relationship, and I was like, whoa, you left Nick Aldis because of this? <laughs> but she said, no, professional wrestling. Uh, I went home to my son and did some soul searching. What is it I have to prove anymore? All I wanted was to make it better for women and to make women be seen as true equals. Take a look at that landscape. You're looking at the best in the world, being given the opportunities I couldn't dream of. I remember saying to myself that if you couldn't hang with the women back there, you don't belong. I didn't want to go out as a shell of myself. I'm not retiring, not tonight, not like this. I am going to test myself in the quest to be the best, so I'm not asking for a Knockouts World Championship. I want to earn it. The same way I have earned anything I ever have, with dirt in my eyes and grit in my teeth, so I'm going to challenge an open challenge to every single woman from the bottom of the roster to the top. Whoever is holding that title in the end, know that I'm coming for you. There has to be a catch. If I lose in this journey, that's it. This is the last rodeo. I want you to take this journey with me. I can't promise it's going to be a long ride or a short ride. I can promise it's going to be a hell of a ride. It's going to end one of two ways, as Knockouts World Champion or me going home for good. So, uh, how long do we think that ride's going to last? I'd say a couple months to a year. Think so? Yeah. Well, it's definitely going to last uh, past Bound for Glory, that's for sure. Or long enough for us to forget that she ever said that she was like, this is her last rodeo. <laughs> she just hopes we forget. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. She's just going to be like, uh, yeah, this next match is my last one. What's, um... Uh... Like, crossing her fingers behind her back. <laughs> what What's, uh, Impact's, like, end of, end of year, um, pay-per-view? anniversary. No, we just had anniversary. Um, let's see, 2022, we got Bound for Glory in October, so that's probably the last one. Oh yeah, because they do big quarterlies. That's going to be the last one of the year, so maybe Rebellion will be the last one. Oh, maybe Hard to Kill, actually. No, Rebellion. Yeah, we went to Rebellion. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Rebellion uh, is going to be where it all where it all ends for her. Either she wins the belt, or uh, she leaves. So you're saying, like, next early summer? Yeah. I think spring. I think it's more spring. I think it's April. Um, but I could imagine. Imagine. It doesn't, it doesn't end with a title match. It ends, like, she gets, you know, a few months in, knocks out some people. Killer Kelly comes in, just knocks her out three-minute squash match and then Mickey James quits fair enough um that would be a great way to put over a younger talent um then we get an interview with Josh Alexander he says when I think of the greatest knockouts of all time I think of Mickey James man or woman um and he talks about his match at Bound for Gory. He says, in all my time, I've never had a one-on-one -on -one match with Eddie Edwards. Eddie was the heart and soul of this company. I'm the heart and soul of this company now. I owe everything to Impact. It's the honest truth. I know what life is uh, like without Impact Wrestling. 
Um, but I can't even take his proposition, pr proposition seriously. Uh, but Eddie then walks in, says, I'm not here to fight. I'm here to talk. I appreciate how loyal you are. When you're loyal to somebody who's not loyal back, that makes you a chump. Everybody sees it but you. At the same time, Eddie, you're kind of a chump, too. Gone yeah. all this time in honor no more, and what have you got to show it? Zero belts. You're just now winning the tag belts. I mean, come on. Um, look at Heath. They're letting him run wild. He cut you off before you said your piece. Um, before you gave me your answer. And Heath then attacks Eddie. Uh, Heath then gives a promo with Scott. Um, uh, Scott says, I love your moxie. Hitting on it no more from all sides. Oh, Scott needs to fucking relax. <laughs> He's fine with Heath attacking Honor No More. <laughs> fucking backstage brawls. Um, he says, after what they did to Rhino and you, Bound for Glory is right around the corner. You got something to work out with Eddie. Next week, you versus Eddie. Heath says, thank you. It's all I've ever wanted. Then he walks up to Josh Alexander. He says, last week, no disrespect. Uh, but everything Eddie told you was was BS. Josh said, it's not all BS. You did cut me off before I could speak my piece to Eddie. So, there's so a little bit more doubt uh, in Josh's loyalty to Impact. Maybe bring up the possibility of him joining on or more. Highly doubt it's going to happen, but, you know. The, the idea is interesting. So then we mm -hmm. get Alex Zane versus Mascara Dorada. Where, oh, this this was for winner gets X Division title match. Yes. I didn't realize that until the end. Yeah. Um, so, this is flippy shit, as you can imagine. Mm -hmm. And I hate these matches. Only, not because of, like, the match itself. But because I don't know how to take notes on these matches. Like, within, like, the first minute, they had already done, like, flips and fucking mm. drop kicks and all this shit. And I was like, yeah. uh, what? I also don't love matches like this, just in general. Just because, like... I'm not a big flippy shit person. Yeah. Tell a story. Yeah. Um, But a Hurricane Rana sends Alex Zane um, to ringside... He, Mascara Dorada then go, goes for a drop kick through the ropes to Zane, but Zane maneuvers himself away, gets a Hurricane Rana off to Mascara. He then drops Mascara on his back onto the ring apron. Mascara then goes off the top rope and lands as first on a ringside Alex Zane. We get a big moonsault onto Zane, but it's just not enough. Zane goes for the cinnamon twist, but he is avoided and hit with a DDT. And then Mascara Dorada hits the Dorada driver to win. Yeah. Yeah, it was cool seeing uh, Mascara Dorada win. I didn't expect that, considering we've seen Zayn in Impact before. But hopefully he sticks around. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um. So then we get Jordan Grace and Mickey James together. Um, Jordan says, "I'm so happy you didn't call it quits. I defend this title right now if I could, but I know you want to work your way up." Right now, though, I have to figure out my opponent for Bound for Glory. And then we find out who that is with Diana versus Masha Slamovich. 
Yes. This was this was amazing. This was a wonderful match. It was. We got some pounding blows to the chest of Diana, but Diana fights back. She gets a head scissors to Masha, which kind of seems to piss Masha off. Um, she ends up yanking Diana around by her hair, which I personally that would just trigger my fight instinct, Oof. and I just start swinging wildly. I do not like my hair getting pulled. <laughs> like even if like it's my act, like my fault, like it like got caught in like a hair tie, I get so vengefully mad. Mm-hmm. Um, Diana's nearly snowplowed, but she rolls from the ring. Chelsea then distracts Slamovich, gets kicked away, but Diana nearly breaks fucking Masha's nose as she's coming through the ropes with a fucking hard knee to the face. Um, she then, Deanna hits a ringside suplex during the commercial break. Masha goes for a backslide to Deanna, but it's not nearly enough to stop her. She wants the snowplow again, but Deanna locks herself in. She doesn't allow it. Um, we get a Fujiwara on Slamovich that nearly takes her out, and for good fucking reason. Um, but she reaches the ropes, then chokes Perazzo out against the ropes. Diana then goes back to targeting the shoulder by sending Masha's shoulder first into a ring post. Um, then we get three suplexes to Masha. Diana thinks this is it. Once the Queen's Gambit, Masha this time locks in. She won't allow it. Goes for an air raid crash into the buckles to Diana, and it's looking a little fucking rough. Um, Diana, however, gets the Queen's Gambit off, but Masha's a fucking nightmare. She kicks out of it. She kind of PCOs herself. Um, hits a spinning back fist to Diana, and then a big boot to Green to get her out of the way, and then hits the snowplow to Ma- to to Diana to win. Yeah, and then uh, they, uh, God, Jordan comes out to do a little face to face with Masha, and uh, that match is gonna be ridiculous. That is gonna be fucking strong style all over the place. It's gonna it's gonna be great. Um, also. You want to, you know, a little fun fact? What? Four years ago today was uh, All In. Oh, wow. And you know what main evented? What? Um, Kota Ibushi and the Young Bucks versus Bandito, Ray Phoenix, and Ray Mysterio. Yeah. I, com- I always forget about that, that Ray Mysterio was All In. That's so weird. Um, Alright. So let's talk about the best of the night um and stick around after the best of the night because we have our predictions for clash of the castle worlds collide and all out all right so promo of the night and if you have a question for us please leave it in the chat now we'll get to it after the predictions uh if you're watching on youtube leave a comment we'll get to it in the next one if you're listening on spotify join us at twitch.tv forward slash the pinfall podcast to chat with us live or dm us on twitter at pinfall podcast all right promo of the night um man i really don't know um mickey's was it was a good promo all in all um and it makes me very excited to see what's coming ahead with uh with this journey she's on violent by designs was very interesting and, and emotional for how short it was um I think it's down to those two for me. I'll let, I'll let you decide between those two. Um, maybe Mickey's. Mickey's? Okay. Okay. Yeah, that was a strong promo. Yeah. It was just really fucking long. It was really long. Um, alright. Cool. So let's talk about Wrestler of the Night now. 
Here are your three choices. Diana Perrazzo, Masha Slamovich, or Mike Bailey. I'll go with Masha. Masha. A vibe yeah. That. Good choice. All right. And finally, let's talk about match of the night. And I, it's no contest. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Diana Perrazzo versus Masha Slamovich. This match fucking, this rocked. Yeah, definitely. The 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 fifteen thousand Masha squashes have been so worth it for this. Yeah. Um, definitely go watch this match because it's definitely must see. All right, you ready for some predictions? Yes. All right, so, um, so. You and I, we we didn't talk about the uh, the trios tournament predictions yet, but I'm leading right now. Okay. Um, I've gotten five predictions right. Right now, I'm five and zero. Oh. Uh, you have four right and two wrong because you picked House of Black to go uh, to win the semifinals, and they didn't get past the quarterfinals. So that hurt you. I I don't think there's any way for you to come back. So we'll wait until the end for that prediction to be wrapped up, which I guess will go into the, the all-out predictions. Um, so we'll still say that you're the champion right now. Yeah, I figured that we would wait until everything was said and done. Yeah. All right, so let's start with Clash of the Castle. Since that's the first, uh, first thing coming up, and let's see, what's the best source for this? Wikipedia. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Clash at the Castle. First match is Edge and Rey Mysterio versus the Judgment Day. Oh man. I actually am not sure about this. I am. I'm going with the Judgment Day. You know what? Yeah, I, I, I'm, I am too. I think uh, Edge. Edge Dom's gonna come out. Oh yeah, that's a good point too. Um, but also Edge beating Damien was kind of uh, maybe a little hint of where this was gonna go. All right. So next up, we've got. Gunta versus Sheamus for the Intercontinental Championship. I'm gonna go with. I don't know. Really, you're torn on this. I thought this was this was solid one one way. What are you going with? I'm going with Gunther. I don't think he's losing that title. After the big deal they've made it so far, I don't think he's losing that anytime soon. Okay. They're not I think making... I'm actually going with Gunther as well. Okay. They're not making this title a stepping stone anymore. All right. So up next, we've got Matt Riddle, which, yes, he is Matt Riddle now, no longer just Riddle, 
versus Seth freaking Rollins, who I believe is now just Seth Rollins, and I think they've dropped the freaking... Um, Thank God. ...in promotional material. Uh, but yeah, Matt Riddle versus Seth Rollins. This one's tough. Oh my God. This is... <sighs> Because Seth has kind of lost all the past few matches he's had. He got wrecked by Cody. 0-2. But Riddle got wrecked by Roman. So both these guys need a win. Oh, man. I guess it all depends on where they want to position them after this. I, I got my pick. Mine is Seth. I'm going with Seth too. I think he's going for the for the one of the titles after this. Alright. So up next we've got Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, and Asuka versus Bailey, Dakota Kai, and EO Sky. Which I think, uh, what, what, what are they calling them? The Disruptors or something? I don't know. I don't know either. Um, I'm going with Eosky and Co. Me too. Me too. I think losing that uh, women's tag match was indicative of how this is going to go. Yeah. All right. So Especially because... I was just gonna say, especially because Dakota said that she didn't, she wasn't legal. So like now, like they've got like renewed fire, yeah, or something. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Oh, we we forgot about DQ cards. Um. Okay. All right. So next up, we have. Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I know, I know who I'm picking. I'm picking Liv. I am too. I think Charlotte's going to come out. No, it wouldn't be shocking. Yeah. I put my DQ card on that match though. Because with how her match against Ronda went... I could see this one, you know, getting a little dicey. All right, so next, finally, we have Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. Oh, man. I think you know who I'm picking. You're picking Drew? I'm picking Drew. For the sake of having more variety, I'm going to go with Roman. And that way, no matter who wins, I come out on top. Um, what is that? What do you mean? So, like, if Drew wins, I may lose the prediction, but I'm happy he won. And if Roman wins, my pick, like my my favorite, didn't win, but my prediction was correct. Fair enough. All right, and of course, theory will also play into that match too. Um, and and Carrion. So who knows how that's gonna go. Um, you ready to move on to Worlds Collide? Yeah. Alright. So, let me pull up the card. 
All right, so this is a five-match card. Cool. Um, starting with, for the uh, NXT North American Championship, Carmelo Hayes versus Ricochet. Oh, man, wait. <laughs> I'm saying Carmelo Hayes. I'm, I'm going Carmelo, too. It's It's... I'm not super confident, but I'm going to go with Carmelo. And in fact, I'm going to put my DQ card on that match. Okay. Um, you didn't say if you put a, a DQ card on the Clash of the Castle. Are you putting one down for that? I don't see anywhere I feel like there will be a DQ. Okay. Um, so next... Actually, I'll put it on the Judgment Day. How's okay. that? That's fair. That's fair. Uh, next up, we have the Creed Brothers versus Brooks and... Uh, Briggs and Jensen versus Gallus versus Pretty Deadly. Oof. For the, for the unified... Or it's an elimination match for the unified uh, NXT tag titles. Oh, man. Oh man. Um I think I'm gonna go with the Creed Brothers. You're going with Creed Brothers? Only reason I don't want to go with them is because they need to sow more discontent with Roddy and I feel like he's gonna play a hand to that match. Um I'm I'm gonna say Gallus. I know, I already wrote it down. Oh you you wrote it down already? Yeah. I feel like after this match, Creed's are going to the main roster. Briggs and Jensen, I feel like they're going to walk away with nothing. And Pretty Deadly already held those tag titles. Oh, wait, no. It's Coffee and Wolfgang, so maybe they won't win it. Because it's not Joe and Mark. No, I'm, I'm going to stick with Gallus. All right. So up next for the NXT Women's Tag Team titles, we've got Katana Chance and Kaden Carter versus Dewdrop and Nikki Ash. Where are you going with? Um, I'm going with Katana Chance and Kaden Carter. Me too. Me too. I don't I don't think they would give those titles to Dewdrop and Nikki. Alright, so up next we have Mandy Rose versus Mako Satamora versus Blair Davenport for the Unified NXT Women's Championship. Um Just on principle, I'm going with Mako. Go with Mako? Right, unfortunately, I don't have those same principles right now, or at least that I feel confident in. I'm going with Blair Davenport. They've already, Ew, okay. they've already got a first challenger set up in Indy Hartwell. Okay. I think she, she's, she pissed off someone else, too. Uh, all right, so next up, we have Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate for the Unified NXT Championship this one is this one's very tough. 
Both are young guys. So they're not going to give it to the youngest guy. What is it again? Sorry, I didn't write it down. Braun Breaker versus Tyler Bate for the unified okay. NXT title. This is a really hard one. Yeah, I, it all depends on on who Triple H would want to call up, I feel like. I think we're going to go with Tyler Bate. I'm kind of leaning that way too, but I'm not positive. Braun's held it for a long time. He's really held it for a long time. Uh, but they could call him up. Uh, hmm. No, I'm going. I'm going Tyler Bay as well. Okay. All right. So, All right, and now for the novel. Yes, now for the longest card in the history of of wrestling. Yeah, let's uh, go. Let's try to go through this quickly because we'll be here all night. Okay. So now we have AEW All Out, which at this moment has 14 matches. So, first up in the in the zero hour, we have Tomohiro Ishii versus Eddie Kingston. Um, I'm gonna go with Eddie. Going with Eddie? I'm going with Eddie too. Yeah. Next up, we've got Pac versus Kip Sabian for the AEW All-Atlantic Championship. I'm going with Pac. I'm going with Pac, too. Kip Sabian's going get, to get that moral victory. Uh, after that, we have Hook versus Cool Hand Ange, Angelo Parker. Um... I'm going to go with Hook. Like, I feel like it'd be weird to feed him his first loss this way. Yeah, I'm going with Hook, too. Um, because Angela, he's a, he's a tag team guy. He's not going to... Hook's not going to lose to a tag team guy. Yeah. Um, after that, we've got Brian Danielson versus Chris Jericho. Who are you going with? Um, I'm going with Brian Danielson. Me, too. Me, too. Jericho got the got the last win. Um, and Danielson lost at uh, at the Anarchy in the Arena. Uh, next, we've got Tony Storm versus Britt Baker versus Jamie Hayter versus Hikaru Shida for the interim AW Women's Championship. Oh. <laughs> there's there's a clear person who should win. I'm going with Tony Storm. You know what? I'm gonna go with Hikaru Shida. I okay. I feel like Tony and Britt cancel each other out, or maybe Tony. I feel and like Jamie. Jamie and Britt. Oh, maybe. I it could go any way. It could go any way. All right. Up next, we have House of Black versus Darby Allen, Sting, and Miro. Oh. Um, this this is pretty tough. What was the uh, House of Black's last feud? Death Darby Triangle? and oh oh, 
I think it was Death Triangle. I don't know who came. Oh, I think House of Black came out on top. Yeah. Ah, uh, who are you, who are you picking? I am picking um House of Black. I'm going with House of Black too, and I think the matter is who on each team could eat the pin. And I think Sting could be the one to eat the pin. Um, and I feel like Malachi or House of Black winning fuels a feud between House of Black and Miro even more than, than Darby, Sting, and Miro winning. All right, next up we have Jade Cargill versus Athena for the TBS Championship. Hmm. Oh man. Um, I'm going with Athena. I'm going with Jade. I I think that's what I want to do. Fuck it. Fuck it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Jade. I feel like this is her her next big win in this title reign. All right. So next up, we have Jungle Boy versus Christian Cage. Hmm. I think I think I I'm know. going with Jungle Boy. I'm I'm going with Christian Cage because I think okay. Christian's gonna win, and then he's gonna gloat, say Jungle Boy, you didn't have the killer instinct to beat me, and then that fuels Jungle Boy saying, "Let's do it in a street fight," and then he gets that killer instinct, and then. Pulls out the win against Christian. That's totally possible. I feel like we've had that same exact feud before. Alright, so now we have Wardlow and FTR versus Jay Lethal and the Motor City Machine Guns. Who's your pick? Um, my pick is Wardlow. Wardlow, yeah, I, I'm yeah. I'm going with that too. Because Jay Jay Lethal and Motor City Machine Guns are not they're not a legit trio. Wardlow and FTR right. have have been together for a while. All right. Um, next, we have the casino ladder match, which is Claudio Castagnoli versus Wheeler Yuta versus Penta versus Ray Phoenix versus Roosh versus Andrade El Idolo versus Dante Martin versus TBD. Okay, I'm just going to write casino ladder match. <laughs> and the winner gets a future AEW World Championship match. Um. Can you list them one more time? I'm sorry. Claudio, Wheeler okay. Yuta, Penta, okay. Ray okay. Phoenix, Roosh, okay. Andrade, okay. Dante Martin, and a Joker. Yeah. I'm going with the Joker. Are you? Okay. okay. Yeah. Only reason I don't want to go with the Joker is because that would make it two times in a row the Joker wins. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm going with Andrade. Andrade versus uh, Mox or Punk would be very interesting. Okay, that's fair. 
Alright, next we have Swerve in our glory versus the Acclaimed for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Uh, I will go Swerve in our glory. I don't see. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. That's full confidence. I don't see that being the way that they go down. Yeah. All right, so uh, next we have Ricky Starks versus Powerhouse Hobbs. My God, I keep thinking that like we're nearly there, but we are. We're, no, we're at the third to last match. We're almost there. And then um, any any matches that come in on Friday, we'll do on our own. We won't. We'll, we'll talk about it when we do the recap or the live watch along Sunday. I think I'm gonna go with Ricky. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna go with Hobbs. I don't think now that Ricky's a heel, I don't think there's any way for him to beat Hobbs, um, because he's not going to do underhanded tactics. Um, sure. So next we have the finals to the trios tournament: the Elite versus TBD, which is most likely going to be Dark Order. Oh. Oh man. Yeah. You know what? I think we have the same thought. I think it's Dark Order. I, I think it's Dark Order too. Because I think this way is like a way for Kenny and Matt and Nick to graciously lose to Hangman. You, did you write my prediction down yet? No. Okay, because I'm going with the Elite. Well, you, yes, I, oh, I did write it uh. down, but... I can backspace. Because I think since Punk wants to do a, a program with Hangman, I don't think they're going to stick him in a, in a trios, in a, in a like a full trio just yet. I think uh, the Elite's going to win, have Hangman do a solo thing. Um, and I don't know how it would work since Hangman wasn't the original third in the trio. Um, but main event, John Moxley versus CM Punk for the AEW World Championship. And, God. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's Chicago. It is Chicago. Are you going to have Punk lose in Chicago? I don't think you do. I I think that's, like, get extra security. I think the better question is who turns heel? Mox or Punk? Punk. Punk does. I don't know Punk's promo yesterday. That's uh, but he did body shame a guy. Did he? Yeah, he called someone fat. Oh. Um That's mean. Oh man. And you turn you turn punk heel, no one's gonna boo him in Chicago. But the only like like he got wiped out in three minutes. I don't see a reality where punk can win. Who'd you pick? Do you pick anyone yet? No. Hmm. Uh I'm going with punk. Okay. I 
Chicago. I'm going to go with the same one. He also didn't really get that much of a title reign. I feel like they'll give it back to him so that he can actually have a title reign. I don't agree with it, but I, I think he'll win. Mm-hmm. All right. So again, any other matches that come in between now and Sunday, we will um, predict on our own. And we'll talk about it during our live watch along this Sunday. Um, we'll, be, we'll be doing a live watch along for All Out for sure. Maybe Worlds Collide. There's also that maybe a time conflict between the two, but I don't think there will be considering uh, Worlds Collide only has five matches. Um, but we'll be starting all out at zero hour, 7 p.m. We'll tweet if we're going live with Worlds Collide. Uh, which will be at 4 p.m. Eastern. So, join us then. It'll be a lot of fun. We'll have a lot of hot sauce. Probably be hungover. Um, and it's the day after my birthday, so come by and wish me happy birthday. All right. Thank you, uh, Liz. Do you want to close out the show? If you tuned in tonight, thank you so much. And if you tuned in the future, thank you so much. We appreciate you. Um, please tune in um, to see us talk about AEW. It's going to be a real blast. And WWE. I'm going to be there. Maybe. WWE. Oh, and WWE. Maybe. Um, I'm going to be there. Pepita's going to be there. Crumpet's going to be there. I'll be there. And I guess Mark's going to be there, too. Maybe. Yeah, I'm not really sure. But Crumpet will be there, so... Um, have a phenomenal weekend and a AG phenomenal Styles. Labor Day. All right. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. Uh, Twitter, Spotify, YouTube, Twitch, it's all Pinfall Podcast. Uh, join us Sunday for All Out. Uh, we'll be doing a live watch along here at twitch.tv forward slash Pinfall Podcast. Um, and follow us on Twitter at Pinfall Podcast to be in the know on if we're going live with uh, NXT Worlds Collide. I'm at the Mark Cameron. Liz is at Eliza Elaine two three, and we'll see you all on Sunday for a bunch of pay per view action. Have a great start to your weekend. We'll see you then. Bye bye.